Welcome back to 5D Full Disclosure, and this is our final chip in the etheric surgery series. Um, as I shared before, all of the chips that I've shared in this series were chips that were identified by the Divine Mother and the Galactics over the past um, nine years or so. And of course, as with anything else, there's normally new things that come up, um, new uh, distortions, new types of interference. So this is one chip that has come to me that I just wish to share <clears throat> that I feel the galactics also feel is important to share because it's a fairly new chip. I would say that this one has developed over the past year or two and it's becoming kind of more and more prevalent in the consciousness. So this chip, I am calling it the annihilation or self-annihilation chip. This is going to be similar to um, the first chip that we talked about, which was the sabotage chip and the self-sabotage chip. And these had both um, an external projection and then an internal projection of the chip, as a lot of them do. But this in particular can go uh, heavily both ways. So first, let's, you know, I, I will will kind of lead into what I feel this chip is doing to the consciousness. But to first kind of reflect on how the ego works, right? How the ego works and how the dark work. And as I've shared before, um, you know, and in the last chip too, is that the ego itself, which is simply unconsciousness, right? So when we talk about darkness, um, ego, when we, when we use the words cabal, like all of these words mean the same thing, just as God, love, truth, sovereignty, unity all mean the same thing. Um, all these words simply represent unconsciousness, meaning lack of consciousness, <laughs> um, disconnection from source, disconnection from love, disconnection from unity, disconnection from truth, uh, disconnection from sovereignty, right? We see how it's all intertwined. It all means the same thing. So the ego, the dark, etc. They cannot create anything because there is a disconnection from source. It's not real. So the only ways in which they can quote unquote create is what we talked about. There's only a, a few ways that they can really quote unquote create anything. One is that they can take over something, right? So that's through uh, the taking of resources, um, taking over a planet, um, or by dominating through force. So dominating humanity, basically enslaving them, that it was through domination. Um, when we think about war, that's the same concept. We are taking over another's land through domination, force, violence, etc. That was taught to us, by the way, by the cabal, um, we can, or they can manipulate, right? So they've manipulated our consciousness because we hold co-creative powers so that we would end up being basically the creators of the matrix. 
they are the programmers, right? So they can program or AKA manipulate creator beings into creating the matrix, but they couldn't actually create it themselves, right? Um, or they can hijack. So I guess there's like four <laughs> kind of main ways. Um, they can take over, they or steal, take, um, and that's also goes to them taking energy, right? Siphoning our energy. If we feed their illusions, the illusions become real in a, in a way. We we feed them with our consciousness, which keeps them sustained. They don't have the self-sustaining life force energy because they're not connected to source. So they can take through stealing, like taking land, taking resources, um, taking abundance. They can also take energetically, siphon, um, so that we are essentially feeding their illusionary creations. Um, uh, they can dominate through force of will, enslavement. Um, they can manipulate, which is basically programming, um, or they can hijack. Hijack works a little bit differently where uh, I gave the example in the last chip of they can hijack things like symbols, right? They can't manipulate the actual symbol. I mean, that would be impossible, um, but they can hijack it, meaning they take something that was originally used for the light and hijack it into a purpose that serves the dark or serves the lower. So they hijack through taking symbols, right, and basically inverting them, flipping them into a lower intention, aka black magic. We talked about that. They can hijack vessels, right? Um, Hijacking can occur in many different ways, um, but a good example is what we're talking about, the chips, right? The chips are a form of hijacking. Um, it basically means that it, it takes over the original state of something and turns it into something else. So they can hijack people's vessels, they can hijack their consciousness, um, they can hijack symbols, um, and you know, this goes deeper, we could talk about possession and all that, but there's really no need. Um, so those are the ways, right? And um, so, so they can't actually create anything. So essentially unconsciousness is destructive in nature. By nature, it's destructive, right? Because when you're creating from the heart in connection to source, you create beauty, you create love, you create magic, you create, you know, grandness. When you're in unconsciousness, when you're in ego, when you're uh, a lower entity that has no source connection, you can only destroy something or aka annihilate something. That's the only forms that they have. So creation is creation and darkness is destruction. Um, and so this chip, I feel, was implanted in the past couple of years for a couple of reasons. One is that for those of you who are familiar with the story of Project Looking Glass, um, the Looking Glass technology, by the way, is not 5D. So I just want to preface that. 
Um, it, it's not a 5D technology. It's a 4D technology. Um, they can't access 5D technology because we saw, we saw that happen in Atlantis, right? They, <clears throat> the Atlanteans attempted to use 5D technology in a way that was outside of universal law and was outside of the vibration of love. And what happened was it became destructive, right? They inverted the technology. So things we have such as nuclear technology, nuclear technology is the opposite of 5D technology, which would be plasma-based. Plasma is the ether. It's love energy. It's spirit energy. So nuclear is, is the opposite. Um, it's the inverted 5D tech because what nuclear is based off of is the splitting of the atom, nuclear fission, right? When you split something, you're separating it. You're, you're taking its natural state and destroying it. You're splitting it. That is destructive. That's why nuclear technology is not allowed to be used on the planet. The galactics have already issued that. It's, it's, not, it's a non-negotiable because it's only destructive. Um, there's really no higher use for it. Now, in the future, could we, you know, uh, I guess, return it to a higher state of technology? Of course, that's what 5D tech is based on. It's based on fusion, unity. It's based on creation. So over the past couple of years, with the... Um, Sorry, let me go back to, I'm jumping around. Let me go back to the, the story of Project Looking Glass. So it is a 4D technology. And in essence, what it did was it allowed the programmers to plug in various things. They could plug in events, catalysts. They could plug in certain uh, programmings, right, that they wanted to release into the consciousness. And then they would thus be able to see how that timeline would play out. So they, they were using Project Looking Glass for a very long time in order to plan their events, in order to plan their resets, their events, their uh, whatever propagandas or new programmings they wanted to inject into humanity, they would plug them in. And then they would ultimately get to see the timeline of how that would play out. Okay. Now, I'm not exactly sure on the date because there's a lot of different dates that get thrown around. But I think in general, there was a consensus that it was around 2007 or so that Project Looking Glass, no matter what they plugged into it, would show them the same timeline. And that was the ascension of the planet. No matter what they plugged in, it wouldn't change. So since 2007, they've pretty much been in a panic. But again, we have to understand the nature of the dark. They are unconscious, okay? So they don't know what they're doing. They are there for all intensive purposes, dumb. They don't have divine intelligence. And as I've shared before, the highest vibration that they can reach is 190, 
because once you reach the level of 200 vibration and above, you enter life-sustaining vibrations. Only those who have a soul and are connected to source can embody and anchor above 200 vibrations because it requires you to start reaching higher levels of consciousness. They cannot access that. So the highest level that they can exist at vibrationally is 190, which is arrogance. Okay, so when we know that, it makes a lot of sense where you think, you know, you look at the way that things have played out over the past few decades and you think to yourself, like, how do these people not know that, like, everything they're doing isn't going to work? It only keeps serving the light, serving the awakening, serving the ascension. Yes, it does cause interferences. Yes, it does cause opposition and resistance and pain and suffering. But in the long game, it's not going to matter. And it's because arrogance is the highest vibration they can reach. So when you're arrogant, you're blinded. You, you just, you think that you know better. You think that nothing can, can stop you basically. And so that's, you know, that's pretty much what's been going on. Um, now, as I've shared before, the Illuminati and the Anunnaki, who were the higher octaves of the cabal, they already surrendered in 1994. I believe that the, um, from my recollection of what mom has shared, that the Illuminati themselves were astral beings, so they were recycled. Um, but the Anunnaki actually did originally have, did, did come from a higher benevolent race at one point. So they were reintegrated, um, probably had to go through a lot of uh, karmic healing and, and reintegration um, into creation. But anyway, that's the story. So it's only the cabal that's left, which are the minions. They were the slave races to the dark. So they have no connection to source whatsoever. Um, they're basically the lowest rung of what we call the dark. So they know nothing but holding on to power at all costs. All the tactics they use are so old and so played out, but they don't know any better. There's they don't have any divine intelligence. So they just keep repeating the same tactics. And when those don't work, they get a little bit more crazy. They go a little bit more rogue. And so it's kind of just been a free for all. Now, from what I feel energetically for the past two years, due to 2020 and beyond beginning this very large mass awakening, which we hadn't seen before. Before 2020, we were dealing with a very small community um, of people that were awakened and mostly the spiritual community or, you know, what they refer to as the light worker community. Those were the only people we really connected with. Once 2020 began and there was like this mass awakening and mass disclosure, which kind of began with the whole Q movement, etc., it opened up a whole new wave of awakeners. And so due to that, again, they couldn't stop the information from spreading. Right? So what did they do? They did hijack a lot of the disclosure community through this annihilation and self-annihilation chip. And how I see this playing out is that they hijacked 
what was meant to be a, a big wave of, of awakening into this Armageddon type of thinking. You know, it's led to this, the view, right? It's, it's, it's hijacking our thought process and our perspective to view what's happening as this Armageddon. That's the annihilation chip. Again, because all they know is destruction. They don't know love or creation or joy or magic or any of that. So they've hijacked a lot of beings into trying to co-create this Armageddon timeline, you know, and that's the annihilation chip because the cabal knows that they're done, right? And the ego also knows that it's done. So the only thing they can do is try to annihilate as many, take everything down with them, right? That's the whole mentality of like, let's just burn this whole place to the ground, that's that annihilation chip because that's the way the ego functions. It's self-destructive and that's the way the dark functions is if they're going to go down, they're going to take everything down with them. So let us be very aware of this one because in the annihilation chip, which is the external projection, they want us because we have the creator codes. They are trying to make us co-create the annihilation timeline, the Armageddon timeline. Don't buy it. Don't do it. People keep asking why this is all taking so long. That's one of the main reasons right there. Instead of us looking at everything that's happening as divinely guided, divinely timed, and ultimately leading us to the the great, great awakening or, or the, the mass awakening, right? The building of new earth, the reuniting with creation, with our galactic brothers and sisters, reconnecting to source, you know, rebuilding the, the garden of Eden. That's what we should be focused on. But this annihilation trip is heavily manipulating everyone's consciousness into trying to create this Armageddon timeline, Okay, so we have to be very aware of this one. Now, the self-annihilation chip is working very differently. I've experienced this chip firsthand in a self-projected um, way, and a lot of other people have as well. This is when it's turned on the self. It is trying to manipulate your consciousness to annihilating yourself. Okay, so... When if you are suddenly inundated with thoughts of suicide, of, you know, annihilating yourself, of taking yourself out, that is not you. Okay, that is not you. That is the ego. The ego is in self annihilation mode, because if it's gonna die, <laughs> it wants you to go with it. Okay, this is not real. Now, it can feel very real and it can feel very scary if, if and when that ever happens. And again, some people might be um, more susceptible to the, to the external projection of this chip and some may be more susceptible to the self-projected aspect, right? Either way, it's not real. So through the awareness of this chip, right, and, and simply the awareness will dissolve it. 
Okay. You don't have to do anything particularly special, but through the awareness, it helps dissolve. If you, if you ever get thoughts like that, immediately call it out, call it out. That's not real. You're not real. I cut cords with you. I dissolve you. The second, it wants you to create this external perception of Armageddon, annihilation, everything is, you know, everything's collapsing. It's, it's this very uh, dystopic perception. Cut cords with it. Realign your vision to the higher, okay? And realign your inner vision to the higher as well. You are healing. You are growing. You are embodying more of your higher self. You are awakening. It doesn't mean we deny what we're feeling in any moment, right? I talk about that a lot. You have to feel what you feel. But knowing that it's not real helps you move through it. And I've seen this chip also especially playing out, um, I think, with younger and younger uh, generations, like teenagers and children. You know, there's a lot of bullying that goes with the bully chip, too, Um a lot of bullying, I think way more than a lot of us experienced in childhood. And, you know, there's this, especially with online now, because there's so much um, anonymity online that people feel like they can say whatever they want. And, you know, there's people who will be, you know, telling people on the internet or whatever to, to, you know, off themselves. That is not that that is an absolute manipulation from this chip. Human beings don't ever wish that upon each other. No matter how, you know, upset, angry, etc. This is a new phenomenon. You know, I I feel this is this is very new and becoming very widespread where people are telling other people to off themselves, bullying them, and also again feeling that sense of wanting to self-annihilate. So this is a this is a heavy one, but um, that's why I wanted to share it to hopefully by putting it out there. This helps it dissolve within the collective because again, this I feel has been over the past couple of years where they've injected this chip um, to just essentially want everyone to take themselves out with them and wanted us to also co-create this just destructive timeline that ultimately isn't going to happen anyways, but we can certainly speed up the ascension process by realigning our focus and our vision, realigning our perspective to the higher. Everything you see playing out, don't attach to it. Don't, don't allow it to bring in fear for you because we already know what the end game is. The end game is ascension, either way you cut it. So everything else is just a distraction and is just an attempt, a, a, a futile attempt to get us to manifest a destructive timeline. It's not going to happen. Prime Source has already declared that's not going to happen, but what it does do is delay creates delays. So if we all refocus on the higher, keep our higher perspective, this comes with the utmost trust and faith and seeing everything as divine, seeing everything as being divinely timed, divinely orchestrated, and divinely executed by the galactics to bring us to the tipping point to bring us to begin the transition to new earth. Okay. So I just wanted to share that one because it came 
to my awareness and some other people were sharing about their experiences. And I felt like this would be important to talk about, especially right now, um, because we are getting very, very close. Um, in essence, we have reached the energetic tipping point. So we are, and we're in the accelerated gateway. And especially now as Pluto prepares to move into Aquarius at the end of March, March 23rd, this is especially becoming more important. As Pluto dips in, that's pretty much what they're going for because Pluto is a planet that they've tried to harness its energy because Pluto does rule destruction, but it also rules rebirth. And so there's a beauty to destruction when it leads to rebirth. They've tried to harness Pluto's power as simply destructive. If we look at things like plutonium, right? It doesn't exist in nature. It's artificially created and it can be destructive. That was a mis harnessing a hijacking of Pluto's energy. Pluto also tends to rule over things like nuclear power. Um, so we are reclaiming the higher archetype of Pluto as he prepares to move into Aquarius. Because I can tell you right now, as an astrologer, that's what they were betting on. They were betting on if we could co-create a destructive timeline when Pluto moved into Aquarius, which rules humanity, that we could co-create the destruction of humanity. It's not going to happen. Pluto does not work for them. Pluto works for source. But if we're all re-harnessing the vision, re-harnessing the power of Pluto to bring transformation, rebirth, ultimate liberation to humanity, then when Pluto moves on March 23rd, that's exactly what's going to happen. It'll be a faster timeline. So we do have, um, we do have an upcoming very potent window, which I'm going to be talking about next week. That's going to begin on the 20th and lead into the 23rd. This is a sovereignty portal. We've got huge, huge, huge activations. I'm going to be putting something out about that um, and kind of doing a worldwide call to action for us all to be placing intentions on, uh, in that portal window of those three days. Um, so it's really exciting. Um, and these chips are, are dissolving within the collective. Thank you for everybody who's been participating in our group surgeries. Um, they've been amazing. We will have another one in April for those who, um, couldn't join, or if you weren't guided, but you are next time, you can look out for the date in April. And I'll now be starting our angel chip activation series, which are going to be the higher chips, the, uh, God given, uh, chips uh, and talking about those activations and the next group angel chip seminar where we're going to activate all of these is going to be this month on March 20th. So it's going to begin that sovereignty portal. So for those of you guided, it is up on the website at 5dfulldisclosure.org under the sessions and events. And of course, we will have another one in April as well. I love you guys. I'll be back soon.